Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. It's me, Paul, and it's just me. Uh, Dan's actually really busy right now with the Phillies doubleheader. Uh, I was actually supposed to look up the score of the first game, and because I'm actually recording this right after I got done work. So, like we mentioned on last episode, uh, last Thursday, or Wednesday when it came out, um, we've just been really busy linking up. The Phillies are currently losing 2-0, bottom of the sixth. But, uh, yeah, and it's, it's the first game, by the way. But, yeah, so Dan and I have been really busy linking up uh, with work and whatnot. He, like he said, he's got two jobs. Our times have just not really been able to sync. And I wanted to make sure that I got out a podcast to you guys because it's week one of NFL. It's just capped off last night with the Rams beating the Raiders and Amari Cooper doing absolutely nothing which is uh, something else, and Jared Cook having an amazing day, uh, well, night. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to get you guys, go over a little bit of week one, what happened, some surprises, obviously recap the Falcons-Eagles game, and then um, on Thursday, Dan and I should be getting together to, you know, hear his thoughts from the Falcons-Eagles game, but also preview Week two matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so I, I'm just going to jump into the week one matchup that we had against the Falcons just because I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure all of us have seen that exact game before, which was like, it was literally the most wildest thing ever. Um, it's kind of weird to me right now that I can't be like, right, Dan, or something like that. But I know Dan felt the same because we watched it together at the Nest. But like, the whole entire game, it's just like, okay, like, you're looking for that one, you know, big play to get down the field. We had a couple opportunities with Mike Wallace. Nick Foles couldn't get the ball to him that well. Um, couple drops from, you know, Zach Ertz and a couple bad penalties by him. I think it was probably the worst game I've ever seen Zach Ertz play. Um, obviously he had that Bengals game in 2016 where he didn't put the block on Burf. I think it was Vontez Burfitt. Burf. Why can't I say his name? Ah, dang it. But, um, yeah, so I think it's probably one of his worst games. Um, you have obviously, uh, Chris Long had a night, like he, he was all over the place, which was great to see. Then you have Barnett was offsides twice. If you look at the one time, Michael Bennett did go off first. So, I mean, it's kind of like one and a half, but either way, that did take away a sack and did put the Eagles in a uh, more stressful situation. Um, but, I mean, basically, like, those are the games that we need to win. That's like, it's like we're a real team. Like, there's no reason for anyone to really doubt us at all. Like, our offense was not clicking really at all. We did run the Philly field. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing people talk about it. Like, I've heard so many different people talk about it, say whatever they want. But, I mean, we did run that. Doug did say that him and Nick were, like, on the same page of calling it. And they're like, yo, like, we should run this. And, you know, it turned out, same exact play the Patriots called in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady dropped it. You guys all heard the clips and everything. But, I mean, it, it was it was big that we did that because that did jumpstart the offense, got us going. Um, 
I don't know if you guys saw what I retweeted out from Jaws, uh, he, Jaws film study. I, I've watched the game twice. I watched it live and then I rewatched it trying to teach my girlfriend some football. So that was a little bit more, you know, like, oh, this is a run. This is a pass. That's incomplete. Takes, you know, it's basic football. But anyway, um, the two touchdown runs by Jay Ajayi, we had, um, like, a special, like, alignment. Like, the first one, um, Jason Peters was on the right side, and then the second one, we had six linemen on, on the field. So it's just, like, you like seeing Doug do these kinds of things just because, like, that's what, that's what Bill Belichick does. I, I mean, I hate Bill Belichick, but you got to respect him for his football mind. So, I mean, that's... That's pretty pretty special. Uh, Julio Jones did get targeted, I think, nineteen times, and um, I mean that's just he, he's a monster. Like Julio Jones is a monster. Um, I was on the side of Julio Jones getting more money when he was holding out because Matt Ryan just got that big contract, and I'm pretty sure you know Thursday night showed it for everyone else. Also, oh wow. Also, I'm sorry if like this is a little bit louder. I am recording this off of my phone right now just because my microphone is somewhere else. I actually don't know where it is right now. I think it's somewhere in my car, but I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, back to the game. Um, you know, it was good to see JJ get going. Didn't see it till the second half. I mean, basically, it, it, it hurt not having Wentz and Alshon out there. And, like, you could see that how stagnant the offense was until like that little spark. But even after that spark, it's not like we were doing what we were doing under Wentz last year. So I'm just really excited to have Wentz back whenever he comes back. Um, I personally think now after like the reports that I heard again, um, I think it's going to be next month. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of upsetting a little bit but I mean we we don't really I don't think we need them against Tampa we'll get in Dan and I will get into that Indianapolis like it would be nice because like Dan and I said we're going to that game um for week three to see Andrew Luck and hopefully Carson Wentz but I don't really think that's going to happen and then at Tennessee Mariota just got hurt um pretty sure the right tackle just got hurt too so Oh, and Delaney Walker. Like, I, I'm not really worried about the Titans. Um, so, I, I mean, it's just the Eagles are great. They're very – I don't care what the power rankings are saying. I saw, like, CBS had them at four or something like that and Packers at one, which doesn't even make sense, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But it's just amazing that we're the, – the, like, I, I always, like – since, like, the dream team, I guess I would say, it's like, yeah, like, you know, like, we're going to be, like, the best, like, talk of town. Disappointment after disappointment after disappointment to finally being there. It's just surreal, really. That's the only, you know, the only word I really have to describe it is we're the number one football team. I don't care what anyone says. We're Super Bowl champs. We're undefeated. And I'll, I guess I'll get into it now. But, yeah, the Packers – only won by one point against the Chicago Bears um, with Aaron Rodgers getting banged up. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. I think he's the best football player I've ever seen. Like, I, I literally think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen, hands down. Um, Brady, 
amazing system and um, like it's really what you're into i guess because like brady knows the system he knows it well he does his thing and then you look at aaron Rodgers; it's like he just makes whatever whatever's out there and like he's going through read through read backing up thinking dunking throwing threading the needle like i don't know i i think rogers is the best to ever do it that i've ever seen um obviously I hope Wentz gets there. Um, I mean, I, I think Wentz can get there because, like, you can see, like, that kind of, like, scrambling around like we saw against the Redskins last year and whatnot. But, I mean, it, it would be great if he got there. Also, another quarterback that I think is going to be really good, Sam Darnold. I talked about that before. Uh, for you guys that don't know, he started his career with the pick six uh, going the wrong way. But then after that, he stayed in. Resilience on the road. Uh, lines look like complete crap. So, I mean, um, <laughs> not really surprised. I, I'm pretty sure I had them at uh, the four spot in the north anyway. But I also had the Jets winning that game. And that's one thing I wanted to get to. I guess I'll just transfer over to week week one around the league just because um, I'm sure Dane's going to want to say some stuff about the game as well. Uh, so as you guys know, Dan and I did the picks towards the end of the show. I am 11, four and one Dan's nine, six and one. Um, a couple games that we both missed like hard time was obviously the, the Tampa Bay bucks upsetting the new Orleans saints in new Orleans, New Orleans, as I like to say, but, um, yeah, I mean, we both did not see that at all. We both wrote them off completely. Um, I think a lot of people did, and a lot of times, especially when you're playing an interdivisional game, you know, you can rally the troops behind that, but Fitzpatrick, everyone's calling him Fitzmagic, and I mean, it's warranted. Look at him, he did a great job, but I'll get it, like I said, I'll get into that with Dan on Thursday, like, not, yeah, you know, you guys know where I lay with that, so, um, but yeah, so I mean, that was like the biggest shock of the, I'd probably say, of the day. Um, let me think, uh, I, I mean, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't think that they'd win, but I didn't think that they'd get blown out, so they ended up winning by eight, that, so that was pretty crazy. Um, another one would be, uh, obviously the Browns signed the Steelers, for anyone who hasn't seen that game, uh, basically Steelers up, 21-7 in the fourth quarter, and turned over the ball a lot, uh. Steelers lost the turnover battle by five, so that's just ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, let me think. What else did I see? Uh, Broncos versus Seahawks. Seahawks O line is complete garbage. Von Miller's a beast, and you know he had a great day, but they, they still only won by like three points. So I mean, it's it's week one in the NFL. Um, I guess I should have pulled up the schedules when I was talking about so I can go from each team to team. But, I mean, like Dan and I were telling you, well, I was trying to say the Cowboys are going to suck. They don't have any offensive playmakers. They have Dak, who I don't think so, who I don't think is that good. And, um, and that's not even just me being prejudiced. Like, if you watch him play, like, he's not good. Um, and then they didn't even lean on Zeke, which was, like, really weird. Because, like, he's a really good running back. And, and like, I, I keep it real when it comes to those things. Um, the other game, we had the Patriots beat the Texans. 
Deshaun Watson looked like garbage. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that, but he looked really bad, missing throws. His one touchdown throw to make them within seven was just a really good route combination, honestly. And any quarterback in the NFL should make that throw. And probably any, like, every quarterback coming out in 2019 will be able to make that throw. I'm not a Deshaun Watson hater. I think he'll do a lot better, but he did not have a good game at all. And that's why I didn't touch him in any of my fantasy leagues, even though he helped me out a lot last year. Um, now, another game would be Vikings 49ers. Vikings defense actually screwed me for uh, fantasy reasons. But, you know, Jimmy G, he was not, he was not looking that, uh, that good, but they're still within striking distance because they only ended up losing by eight. And Alfred Morris fumbled the ball on the, on the one. So, like, they had a chance to at least, you know, get it closer. And I, I mean, that was earlier in the game, but, it, they shouldn't have lost by eight points. It should have been closer than that. And, I mean, we'll see what Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G draw up next week, which will always be fun, like, watching them play together. Just, I, I really do think that they're going to be uh, a, a lethal duo for a little bit. Um, well, for a while now, because they're actually both signed for at least another five years. But uh, the Vikings... Their defense is nasty, <laughs> and, I mean, it should be interesting. Kirk Cousins, I mean, he he even trademarked, do you like that? That's, like, how confident he is in being in Minnesota. So, um, it's going to be interesting when we see them week five, I believe. I believe that's when it is. Uh, let me see. Check the old calendar. Yeah, week five, October 7th. Um, yeah, that should, be a, that should be a good matchup. I'm hoping Carson's back by then. Um, that's the game that I predicted them to come back, but, um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And then you have the Titans versus the Dolphins, longest game ever in NFL history, got rained out. I still haven't watched that over. Um, I, like I mentioned earlier, Marietta got hurt, uh, the right tackle got hurt, and Delaney Walker got hurt. But from what I heard, the first half was really, um, Really slow, and then the second half picked up with a lot of like long plays. I'm pretty sure it was like back to back kick returns or a kick off return touchdown, and then like another one a little bit later. Um, then a game I did watch a good amount of was the Bengals versus the Colts, and the Colts were right there with them, but then Jack Doyle fumbled the ball. So, I mean, the score is 34 23, but it could have been a lot closer if you know, Doyle can hang on to the ball. Also, really hype about that is Mixon. I picked him in a couple of my fantasy leagues. I thought he was going to break out, and it looks like he really might. So I'm really happy about that. Ravens-Bills. Didn't know it was going to go down 47-3. Um, not going to say I'm surprised, but, I mean, I definitely didn't expect that coming, um, that big of a blowout. Like, 44 points is a lot. Uh, you don't really see that often. Um, and then I, I had the Giants over the Jaguars because – Basically, I thought that a couple big plays could break it. And if you look at the Saquon Barkley touchdown, if he would have broken another one of those or if OBJ would have been able to break off another slant, like they could have easily won the game because the Jaguars offense stopped doing, uh, I think it was like at halftime. I'm pretty sure they didn't score a point after that. Let me check real quick on that. But Fournette did get hurt over there. And I lied. They, it was thir they only had 13 points, and then they scored uh, in the fourth quarter to take the lead. Um, and it was actually a pick six. 
So, yeah. I mean, basically, like I said, their offense didn't do anything from the second quarter on. And if, you know, Eli Manning's a better quarterback, um, you know, they, they'd probably win that game. So that's why. And then another big surprise was the Chiefs over the Chargers. Um, didn't know Bosa was going to be out. That was kind of big. I wish I could take my pick back just because, like, Bosa's really good. Mahomes had so much time back there, even with uh, – Ingram rushing at him. He still had a bunch of time, and he lit it up. I mean, it was pretty amazing. Uh, Tyreek Hill really did do a lot of them. Like, one of the passes was a shuttle pass. So, I mean, it's a little bit deceiving, but at the same time, you know, the Chiefs won. Mahomes looked pretty solid. And then another game, Redskins versus the Cardinals. Knew that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be, like, 24-6, but I thought the Redskins were going to win. And then I think I mentioned the Packers, how Aaron Rodgers rose basically from the dead. And then Rams beat the Raiders, Jets beat the Lions. Um, but yeah, I mean, week one was solid. Uh, fantasy-wise for me, I went 3-2, and two, which isn't that bad. Uh, fantasy-wise, like fantasy waiver wire-wise, <laughs> that's like a tongue twister. But um I don't, I don't know who I'm going to be looking to pick up. Uh, obviously, like, there's the lead candidates that, you know, all the analysts are um, projecting, whatever. Uh, I just don't really know. I think week one's, like, too quick to make in the judgment. Because, like, in my 16-man league, we only have a, we have a budget, uh, FAB, like, to get a free agent acquiring budget. I think that's what it stands for. But, basically, you bid on the players. It's a silent uh, auction type deal and then you also have to pick who you want to drop and it's like we have shorter benches so it's like I don't know if I want to drop this player because if Rogers can't play then I'm gonna have to pick up someone else and then throw him in and then my other leagues uh the one like I basically rolled over the dude without a kicker so I was pretty hyped about that I do need a kicker for this week so that's gonna be my main ad and then uh my other one I'll probably pick up backup because I have Rodgers in that league. I'll like drop. I think I had Michael Gallup just because people were like hyping him up. I was like, all right, I'll take him in. It's a 14 man league, so I was like, all right, I'll just take him. No one took him. Like everyone's hyping him up. Didn't really do anything. Cowboys wide receivers look awful. Um, and then another league was a dynasty. Probably try to get like Lindsey in that one. See if I can keep him. Um, and then. My other league's a keeper league. I lost by, like, 20 points, and I'm going to probably lose by, like, 20 points again this week because the dude I'm going against has OBJ, Hopkins, Brown, and I think a solid back, too. So it's like I got pretty screwed in that one. I took over the worst team in the league, um, and that's why the dude quit. So it's going to be a rough uh, year. Take my lumps. But, like, literally, I didn't have any keeper options. He didn't have anyone with any value at any position. And it was the most, like, like I, I just can't believe Like I took over, like, a terrible team. So, um, hopefully, I, I'm hoping I can turn that around and we'll be winning in that next year. But I don't really think this year's, this year's basically just a waste of money. But um, with that being said, uh, another announcement I have to make is Hunt for the Ones video is out on YouTube. If you guys don't know what that is, just type Hunt for the One, the, the number one, uh, cheesesteaks. And basically, it's just me and my friend Big Joe. 
chow down on some big cheese steaks most of the time, just giving you the best rating. We're trying to find the best one in Philadelphia, and we've gone to about, this is episode 25, but I'm pretty sure we've gone to about 29, because a couple of those were double features, or um, two different, like, we did both the gyms, uh, both the Joes, like, so, like, there's a lot of steaks in there. A lot of people say they do like watching us, like, just, like, eat cheesesteaks, which I don't 100% get, but I do at the same time. Because they're just, like, quick little vids, you know, just, you know, seeing, like, it's a food, it's a food review. So, I mean, I like it. I'm actually going to edit up uh, another video that we have, which is us doing our first food challenge ever. So that will be up soon. And then also with uh, Philly Wit's podcast recording, I don't know when it's going to happen because, like Joe mentioned in the last episode, he's going down to Clemson this week. He's supposed to come back on Saturday. But with uh, the whole hurricane situation, I don't know if he is. So, um, But, yeah, thanks for listening. Let me know what you think I did well, what I didn't do well. Um, do a good job at See, like right there, that was pretty bad. But, yeah, this is my first time doing it, and I hope you guys liked it. Kind of wish I, I could go a little bit longer, but my mouth is dry. And, like I said, I have a video to edit. So, um, have a good waiver Wire Wednesday. And um, go Birds. And you'll be hearing from me and Dan on Thursday. So, let's go. Go Birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, follow us. We are Cheese Steak Sports. We all we got, we all we need.